Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk about booking group space on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Uh, and I am joined by our panel of experts. Whose <laughs> 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 phone is apparently more interesting than doing the show. Yeah. Client Services Manager, Kevin Close. Hi, everybody. Agent consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Back in the production facility, we have associate producer Olive Green. <laughs> green Olives. Hello, that's, that's, that's me. That's Oliver cool. Green. Hello. And our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for being here. For those of you at home watching and listening, as I mentioned, we're doing a uh, series on booking group space for different travel destinations. We've done Walt Disney World. Universal Orlando, Disneyland, we've done Disney Cruise Line, and Adventures by Disney so far. And in this episode, we're going to talk about booking a Royal Caribbean uh, cruise for a group of people. Now, the reason why we kind of wanted Royal Caribbean to have its own show is because there's actually some stuff that's interesting <laughs> about booking groups. Yeah, Royal Caribbean, Caribbean could actually be a good option. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> so what we kind of tried to do was put those things uh, together that had similar um, – Terms and conditions and rules and stuff, but Royal Caribbean kind of now breaks the mold and goes off to its own stuff and has some things of interest I think people should know about. So Tracy is definitely our expert in Royal Caribbean groups. She has booked all of our big groups on Royal Caribbean sailings, including our upcoming podcast cruise. Uh, in December of 2016. And I just want to also remind folks that if you're looking for a group for any of the destinations we're talking about, please contact Dreams Unlimited Travel, either agent directly or me, and I will help you get to the appropriate agent. So, Tracy, tell us about Royal Caribbean. Well, Royal Caribbean, um, and this will be the true as well. Um, in a future show, we'll also talk about a couple other cruise lines to do groups. And it's kind of true that other cruise lines still have groups department. They still um, search for, rely on, encourage group business. And uh, we had talked about Disney Cruise Line really moving away from that. And I don't think it's because Disney Cruise Lines decided we're mean and we don't need groups, we don't like families. Right. It's nothing like that. It's just simply these other cruise lines have a lot more ships to fill. I think we also we were negligent in mentioning on a previous show that with two new ships coming on for right. Disney Cruise Line, it's very possible we will see right. I think changes. So. I think once you if you're a cruise line with six ships, right. your your revenue department's gonna have to be a little bit more creative than when you have four. Exactly. Just like, you know, when they had two, went to four. So and Royal Caribbean has what, thirty ships, twenty five uh, ships? I apologize. Yeah. I'm making these 20, numbers yeah. up. Yeah. There's a lot more than yeah. Disney. They have a, they do. They have and a lot like of ships, every day a lot of markets. There's a new one. Really? Just about <laughs> the blasphemy of the seas. Yeah, and if you thought, if you talk about other cruise lines like Celebrity and Norwegian, these cruise lines all have multiple ships. You know, in the ocean, there are a lot of cabins that they're looking to fill. Right. So they still have very active group departments. Absolutely. So when we start to talk about now with these other de- companies, we're talking about people who want your group business, people who are vying for your group business, and they're offering different incentives and amenities to do so. So we're a Caribbean. We kind of gave it its own show. I think more so for we do a lot more. We've done a few Royal Caribbean groups now. Wow. Um, as John mentioned, we have the podcast cruise this year. This is our first time doing a really big group with Royal right. Caribbean. So it's been. We've done a couple smaller ones. Right. We have. We do have an Alaska, a small Alaska group going next summer. That's not. Um, you know, that's not a typical disunplugged 
dreams group where there's going to be big flashy things happening. It's a, kind of a group of like-minded people, and you know, this started together. out as. Oh look, they've got a great trip that can go here, and we can all go at this time. Yeah. Let's have and a party. And it's kind of built from and there. And once we mentioned it too, it was a lot of folks who had been on a previous right. Caribbean Alaska cruise who said, "I'd love to go back." Everybody who's done an Alaska group with us has said during the cruise, after the cruise, and since then, let me know when you're doing another Royal Caribbean. Let me know when you're doing another one of these groups. I'd like to do another one of these groups right. with you. Um, that Alaska, Alaska has that effect on people. It does. That Alaska group I was talking about is July 28th of 17. And that's on the Explorer of the Seas out of Seattle. So, mm-hmm. I also want to point out, too, Tracy has put together some groups for clients. Right. So we're not talking about just the group space we've right. done for the Diz Unplugged and WDWinfo.com. Diz boards, not just those groups. You've actually done now for clients. That's so true. you have that experience as well. As exactly. So the groups that we do as a company, those are kind of a different entity. And I know when Kevin's talking about the groups that he does with ABD, those are kind of a different thing than the type of groups we do for clients. So, you know, we're looking at different, we need different group space. We need different dynamic. We need, you know, we might need different things. So, larger groups this is not what we're talking we're talking typically for the purpose of these shows your leisure groups these are your smaller groups of people who are known to one another maybe um i know we talked about on a previous show about facebook groups of people who've cruised together before the other difference between this and abd is abd has a finite number of spaces right abd can sell out yes it's rare that our groups would sell out we can usually find more space on a yeah on a Royal cruise Caribbean ship, ship. There's usually more inventory to be had somewhere. Not always. Sometimes we max, but typically speaking, it's not. You're not talking the same numbers. In the ABD, you're talking 30, 40 people. Forty people max. Right. So this is a, this is a different entity. So these were for the purpose of these shows. We're really talking about leisure groups. We had talked about Facebook groups. People have cruised together before. I think I'd mentioned I have a group like that where, um, and this particular group used to cruise on another line and they just felt like they were being priced out and so wanted to look at something else so they approached me you know as a group there was one person who approached me and he basically he kind of had it together he kind of knew what everybody was interested in what type of cabins they wanted so i was able then to go to royal caribbean i was able to create the group and then you know we continued from there so just to specify it's leisure groups we're talking about your wedding groups your you know, maybe friends from church, uh, people reunions. who travel together, family reunions. Um, so these are the types of groups that we're talking about. With Royal Caribbean, it is a minimum of eight. We've talked about minimums and, and things as well. 16 passengers, first and second. Um, so minimum eight cabins, double occupancy. There's sometimes some leeway with cruise groups if you're a single paying a 200% single supplement. Right. They will often count that person as two. So, you know, there's it's not a finite two but so minimum eight again if you fall below the eight you lose the group benefits and we'll talk about those a little bit later so i often tell people if you're just on eight you may want to think about Mm. it you know if you're you've got eight because you've talked so and so into it but so and so is not really sure um it could affect the group later and especially if you're a family group (laughs) <laughs> you know, is anybody, everybody going to not talk to Aunt May because she ruined exactly. the whole group for everybody if she decides to cancel? keeps coming up. Exactly. She's a troublemaker. Right. So you want to think about that. I often tell people you kind of want to think about maybe you want to have a minimum of 10 to kind of think about it. Not to say that we wouldn't do a minimum of 8. We certainly would. Mm-hmm. But you need, to th- you need to be aware going in that you could certainly lose that group benefit. It's not to say that they would increase your rate. They wouldn't. They would keep your rate the same. You would just lose group status. 
Okay. And with Royal Caribbean, that's more important than yes. Disney Cruise Line. Exactly. Group because status means something. Means something. Right? With these other cruise lines that we're going to be talking about. Great. Yeah. Um, one thing to mention as well with Royal Caribbean, student groups are not allowed. So a student group is a group, um, it's defined as a group with 50% more, or 50% of the group is under the age of 21. So if more than 50% of the group is under the age of 21, it's considered a student group, and that's not allowed on Royal Caribbean. So they're trying to... That's weird. We were on a group, we were on a Royal Caribbean one time, our ship one time, with a large group of young girls who were having their quinceanera. Yeah, they could have had enough adults with them, though, yeah. to make the balance. That it's, certainly didn't seem that way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't seem like they <laughs> yeah. were chaperoned at right. all, did it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a chaperone to to uh, underage guest ra- ratio. You know? Right, um, and if you think about it, to book, a, you know, to book a cruise stateroom, you need to have a guest at minimum age 21 in the stateroom to have minors in it under the age of 21. So it kind of falls along that, but they've said the 50% rule. So, so that's important to know. Um, another thing to know with groups is we've talked about this before. Group does not equal discount. Just because you're booking a group with Royal Caribbean while they have a great program doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting a discount off per person. So what happens is with groups, when we first create the group, we can book group inventory. Sometimes that's a discounted rate. Sometimes whatever the current promotion is might be a better rate. Mm. We've certainly seen that. Right? So uh, we've seen that a lot. Absolutely. So it can get confusing for people who are booking in the group. What do you mean he has a group discount and I don't? Or he's booked in group inventory, but I'm not. Yeah. Those are really um, kind of technical things on our side of things and really don't affect the guests so much as far as the client goes we're booking you at the best rate available for you at the time the nice thing though is that you can bring that reservation into the group right for other for other perks and other amenities so with um with group pricing you know when i first go in and i create a group i can go in for in each sailing we'll have different inventory available may have different pricing with groups just like other products is the revenue department deciding, okay, we have this ship, this sailing, we need to fill more cabins, let's put a better group rate on, let's make better group amenities. Um, let's make be, it more attractive exactly. to a group. And there might be some sailings that have no group space on them at all. Now, we have moved events on ships right? based on this fact. Yes. Where we could get a better price when we right. could get a better... Mm-hmm. Yep, selection. that's exactly true. The, talking about the Alaska cruise, yep. we actually had to move it to a different we date. Did. Yeah, the date that the that was first discussed, we had very limited space. It was close to a stop sell, and a stop sell means um, a percentage of the ship. They Royal Caribbean only allow a percentage of each ship to be dedicated to groups. Once that percentage is reached, and it varies based on ships and sailings, then they're putting a stop sell. They're going to say no more groups. So with it being so limited and being close to that, you could run into that, what we were talking about earlier, where all of a sudden they're saying there's no more cabins. You can't have them. So we try to, you know, we try to choose a date where we've still got good availability. So when I go in to create that group, I can look at what staterooms are available. And sometimes if you've ever booked or looked at a Royal Caribbean, you know, the categories, you can have like D1 to D8 and all ocean view verandas. So there's a lot of variety. And sometimes I'll look and all of a sudden I'm holding space. And I'm like, oh, wow, look at this. This is really nice price. So I'm going to get myself some of those. And I'm so I play with it a little bit. I take, you know, you want to get some into the group of what you think people will want. But at the same time, you see a really good deal. You want to hold on to those as right, well. Right. So I can go in and I can create the group with inventory, minimum eight. 
maximum of 50 is pretty well what they're giving you to get started, but a group can be up to 100 cabins. When you start getting those size groups, though, we're talking about different things. We may get into contracts then. There could be different rules. So, you know, keep that in mind once you get into larger groups. Um, Once I get those original cabins set, I don't have, unlike ABD, where you've got created reservations, uh, Royal Caribbean doesn't do that. So I've got the space, I've got the category, but now I'm building the reservation mm-hmm. based on the person that's you know going to be in that right. stateroom. So as people are approaching me, then I can go in, I can hold the space, and what I do is when somebody comes to me and they say, I want an Ocean View veranda, I can look in my group inventory, okay, I've got this price, but then I'm also going to check what prevailing rates are. And by prevailing rate, I mean what's the rate today if I was to book a single stateroom with whatever current offers and promotions are available. Because offers and promotions, if, if Royal Caribbean's offering buy one, get one half off, right. that doesn't apply to group space. Right. So I can look at whatever the prevailing rate is of today and see what makes sense. There's also other promotions. We That's just right. ran into it where um, you had a choice. We have a reservation where there was a choice of I could get a stateroom for $200 less or I could add the unlimited drink package exactly. for each guest right. at I think it was six hundred dollars for the uh, six or seven hundred dollars for an eleven night cruise. The value, yeah, the value. Right. Now, better. for John and I, that wouldn't have been any. That wouldn't have been a value. But for other people who drink wine or mix drinks sure. and enjoy that, this was right. a much better deal. Right. And so that's what we look at. And we ran into this with a podcast cruise when we were booking it too. So that's always my thing when I'm looking. And I'm adding your stateroom. I'm looking to see where your best deal is. And the great thing about Royal Caribbean is that we can do that. We have the flexibility. So if I'm holding D6s in my group inventory, but a D6 at prevailing rate is a better deal, I just book the prevailing rate. It's still in the group. So you're still in group space. You still get all the amenities of the group. It just depends on how I book it. And honestly, how I book it really doesn't matter to you as long as you're getting the better deal. Exactly. The other thing is Royal Caribbean often has more than one promotion going on at the same time. Yes. So having someone who understands them look for you is a huge benefit. It is. And the other thing that'll happen with the Royal Caribbean as well is they might come out with a different promotion three months down the road that looks like a better deal, but now it's based on that day's prevailing rate. Right. We discussed this on another show. Right. Booking Royal Caribbean, we often get that. Well, now they've got buy one, get one half off and $200 shipboard credit. Well, you're still getting a better deal because the price you booked at was cheaper. Exactly. That's exactly true. So that's um, some of the, the, you know, when you start getting into different group rates and group discounts, it gets really convoluted. However, I think this is a really good point. I think it's a really important point in that you're not locked into the group. No. Like you are with Disney Cruise Line. That's right. You can go outside of the group, get a better price, and still get the group amenities. And the thing is, maybe maybe you want a junior suite, but I don't have any junior suites in my group inventory. I can go to prevailing rates, regular, I can book that junior suite for you, pay the deposit on it, and then have it moved into the group. So So. you're still part of the amenities, whatever. Yeah, you're still part of the group. You're still, and that's the thing with podcast crews now. People are saying, I hear you have no more group space. Well, technically, no, but I can still book you at, we call them FITs. That's, you know, if you're booking an individual reservation, I can still book you at the FIT rate and then just move you into the group because Royal Caribbean hasn't said this group's on a stop sell yet. And when you do that, does that fulfill the minimum? 
So there's that one you've booked outside the group and bring it in. Is now that one of the eight? Yeah, we're so beyond minimums, but yes, it would. Right. But I'm so, saying if you have someone who's exact, close. Yeah, if you have somebody on the fence, anything that gets added into the group becomes part of the calculation of the group. So not only for minimums, but also tour conductor credits. We talked about those on another show. Royal Caribbean offers those as well. Mm-hmm. And again, it's the same formula, one for every 16. So with those... Um, the tour conductor credit, the way Royal Caribbean does it, instead of it being the lowest stateroom category booked, they take the average. So the largest number, if you've booked 12 D6s and three category M insides, you're going to get the tour conductor credit at um, the D6 rate. But again, it's the base rate before all the things added on. What happens to the inventory that you've held in the group once you bring something in, does that stay now? Is that part of the group still? It depends. Technically, you're supposed to swap them out, but usually once a group hits a certain size, they give you a little bit more flexibility. Um, so sometimes I can. there's things that stick around, but I never know how long. Yeah. You know, yeah, because so the cruise line could then come back and say, I need those I, I'm take their that. inventory And that's back. the thing. So I always hesitate to say, to put out there and say, hey, I've got a couple, I've had a couple cancellations. I got some good offers on podcast cruise because they could be gone by the time I write the email. Because I never know when, when they're going to, they're within their rights to pull the inventory at any right. point. Um, because once you're past that 30 days, so um, let's back up a little bit. When you first put that group on hold, I've got 30 days now to get each of the staterooms I've held assigned and deposited. So that's, you know, that's pretty important. It I is. I mean, that's a tight timeline. It is. To get those so you kind of want to be ready. Right. You know, and you don't so, want to speculate. No. And so you don't want to say, hey, ho- go hold me 40 rooms because I know I can find 40 families that want to come with me. Right. You kind of want to know how many families you're thinking about going in so that we know how much inventory to hold. And if you came to me and said you had 12, I would try to hold 16 or 20. Right. Because for those 30 days, I can hold them. Nobody has to exchange any money. Now, after the 30 days, they do allow us to keep them if we put a $50 deposit down per room. But I can tell you, we try to avoid that. It gets very convoluted because one person has put down $50 deposit. Now another family's coming in and they're making their deposit on the room. So you really try to want to have the group buttoned up within 30 days. Now that's not to say after the 30 days we can still add people, but it's at prevailing rates, Mm -hmm. which may or may not be as good as what the group had already. So we do have 30 days to get people booked into your group. And at that point, you kind of know if you're hitting minimums or not. You also know if you're close to eight staterooms, 16 people, you want to make sure you've got eight committed staterooms, right. you know, because you do run the risk later. Um, and then that tour conductor credit that you get, that can be spread out. And typically in this case, it's called tour conductor. And I think it's a term from the old days when it's all true. groups right. were escorted groups by somebody. It's just an old term. But basically, it's just a credit that's applied to your group. Mm-hmm. And it can be spread out amongst all the reservations. It can be spread, used as a shipboard credit. Maybe you want to book a special party on board that you want to use that. So there's different things you could use that tour conductor credit for. It becomes sort of for. a credit to the overall group. It and does. when we do it, just to go back to ABD for a minute to reference last week's show, a lot of times we'll do something special. On right. one of our groups that requires John and Dreams Unlimited to pay for it, this goes what right. towards that. Exactly. And thing, if you think about the podcast cruise we've done on Disney Cruise Line, you get tour conductor credits, and then we've got special guests on board. Right. So it's just all kind of a credit towards. So if you're a leisure group who's approached us, then that credit kind of goes back to you. Now, unless you want to designate it to one person because you've got that one person who's been the lead. And that's the only way to get Aunt May to commit. Right, sure. (laughs) Or get Aunt May committed. (laughs) (laughs) Or Aunt May. 
so there's usually a couple ways that people approach me with a group. One is, you know, the one group that I had mentioned, there was one gentleman, he kind of had everybody's names and everybody's contact information. I then work with each family individually after that. Once I've created the group, I've held the space for them. I then send them off a confirmation, let them review it, see their stateroom, see the price. And then when they're ready to commit, we're at deposit. So deposit for a group is $500 per stateroom. And that's the same across the board with Royal Caribbean. It used to be that suites were more, and but it's $500 per stateroom, whether you're one person or four. Uh, once the deposit is paid, it's usually 90 days before. Now, that can fluctuate even the depo- based on the length of a cruise, but on average, most groups are seven nights. But so you have, which is nice. It's not a huge commitment of cash. No, it's not. You know that makes it a little more. And the five hundred dollars is refundable up until the final payment date. Going so. back just a second, like we've said on other places, uh, only the first two right go exactly. to um, guaranteeing a group. And guests three and four don't and meet only the minimum. Your first two also go towards your tour conductor credit. <laughs> so if you've got eight quads, that's not two tour conductor credits. Correct. It's still only one. Is there a limit on the number of tour conductor credits no. you can get? The only limit is how many, you know, for every 16, you get another one. And so um, the thing is with tour conductor credits, though, you kind of don't know that number until much later in the process. So I know some groups will ask me, well, what's that going to be? How much is my discount going to be? Don't think of it as a discount. Think of it as a nice little bonus that's going to come to you a little bit later, a little bit closer. You And it might even be after final payment because until people have actually paid in full, they're kind of not really – Right. Committed, really, exactly. you know. So anything could happen, even after they pay. Right, call, anything could happen. And even with our groups, people are always asking us, "Well, are you going to do this? You're going to do that?" Until we've passed final payment date and we have final numbers, you never kind of really it's know for sure what you can before. do. Um, so keep that in mind as well. That tour conductor number, it's not a number I can tell you up front. So uh, that number is not easy to let you know up front. It's kind of think of it as a nice little bonus later. Um, now, again, if you drop below the eight, your price is not going to change, but things like the tour conductor credit. Uh, there's also something called, we call them gap points. Um, what's the guest, uh, guest amenity points? I have no group idea. Amenity point. <laughs> group, am- group amenity points. You're making amazing. I know. I'll just make it up. It's how many genes you have. Yeah, I got gap it points. written down somewhere in my notes. I think but, it's group amenity Yeah. Points. So with these points, uh, this is kind of value added. So depending, again, on the sailing, how full it is, how much revenue wants you to fill it up, there's certain sailings where they'll offer more amenity points, um, and certain sailings will they'll offer the minimum. But these amenity points are used to kind of shop. They're used to purchase value-added items for your group. So depending on the size of your group, you might be able to use some amenity points to have a cocktail party when you get on board. You might be able to use amenity points to have a bottle of wine in your stateroom when you arrive. So there's or a reservation in one of the specialty restaurants. Right. So there's a list of items that you can choose from um, based on the number of amenity points the group has. And again, we kind of wait for that a little bit closer to final yeah. payment yeah. when we have final numbers, and then we get a better idea of, of knowing um, what you've got. But again, just some value added. One of the things we found very useful with these points is for our groups is we did put the stuff in everybody's room. So one day we put towels, uh, Royal Caribbean towels in everybody's room. We put candies, chocolates. Cupcakes. Cupcakes. So it makes a nice sort of in-room gift, but it also feels like that's worth more than, say, having, you know, a cocktail party or something like that. Right, or a $25 shipboard credit or, 
you know, so it's there's different things you can do. And then, you know, depending on the size of the group, sometimes, you know, I know for our groups, they're quite large and contracted. So we can sometimes make the, the points part of our negotiation. Right. You know, with our sales rep and stuff. So, so that's another, you know, plus to booking the groups. And then once you're on board, you've got, um, you know, you might get private shore excursions, depending on your minimums. Again, these would be minimums required. Uh, but you get private shore excursions. Maybe you can make specialty dining reservations. Um, usually, you know, with the group, we can set how you would like your dining to be. Some groups want to dine together. Some don't. You know, when we do our groups, we don't dictate that everybody's on right. the same seating, that everybody do their own thing. If you're on first or, or second seating, then we can we can say to them, you know, we want people on that seating to be together. Or the group coming to us may say, we all want to be on late seating, or mm-hmm. we all want to be. And we can figure that out, you know, whichever way Something makes sense. Something talked about on another show about uh, the hotel stays, Walt Disney World Universal, was that these rooms were run of house. The night, these are run of house as well, but again, because it's a cruise, we can pick and choose your stateroom. Yeah. So if you can say to us, listen, I really want to be next to somebody else, we can try to make those yeah. two rooms. Yeah, as long as the really. categories and the occupancies are working. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of occupancies as well, with Royal Caribbean, with the other cruise lines we'll talk about as well, triple and quad space is hard to come by sometimes. So while for the most part with a group, you're only able to hold double space, the odd time, if I know specifically what a group wants going in, I can then go to the group's department and say, uh, I need so many triples, I need so many quads, and they'll tell me what they've got. And I can get the same 30 days on those. Um, but they're harder to come by. That is true in a lot of places. I would it say is. that's true with Adventures by Disney. I can ask for them up front, but on the odd chance that I get two quads booking the same thing, then it's uh, you have to go back and try and find that space. That's right. So that's one thing to know uh, going in as well. So if you're a group and your families, you know, it's important that we know up front exactly what you need because that may dictate what date we choose for you or what ship. Because there might be a ship where we can get no triple and quad space in groups, but there might be another one. You know, if you went the following week, I can I can fill your needs. So, and that's all part of when you're approaching again, deciding if it's one person who's going to come with all the information, or often what will happen with a wedding group, one person will come and say, "Okay, this is the wedding. I want everybody to contact you," and then they'll just email me directly with what they want, and we'll fill it that way. So there's different ways it can be done depending on how involved. You know, the leader of that group. But there's always got to be a leader. There's always got to be that one contact. And I think that just organically happens. Right. Right. person who moves it forward. That's right. For example. So we talked about, we asked this question several times before. Is this uh, the group that people should come to if they've met people on Facebook or on the Diz boards and have said, listen, I want to put together a group. I want to go on Royal Caribbean. Is this the way to go or should they book individually? No, I think this is the way to go because there's no risk because I can book a group rate or prevailing rate, whichever's better. Uh, I can give you 30 days. You know, we can get 30 days to create the group after that initial, you know, we've created it first. Now we can build it over 30 days. Each family or stateroom can contact me individually after the initial you know contact by the lead so that we can you know we take separate payments they can relay their personal information to me directly right. they can customize so their reservation they can customize theirs whether they want you know whatever dining they want whether they want insurance or you know so i think this is the kind of product that lends itself it's to that itself type of group but again while groups doesn't mean a discount 
at least with Royal Caribbean, there are some perks that come. There's some value added, and it may for some. I think there's some, you know, in the one group I've done. Um, some of them ended up with a little bit of a discounted rate over prevailing. Um, some didn't because prevailing was better for what they needed for their situation. Um, because what happens is, you know, you look at triple occupancy at one category, that price could be very different than double occupancy at a similar category. So there's a lot of factors involved, but always we can book you at the best rate. So I think this product really lends itself to that kind of group. People who want to travel together, people who are like-minded, but maybe people who don't have that deep of a personal connection, they want to start sharing credit card information. Well, again, that's how this Alaska cruise, this Alaska group next year evolved. Someone said, I want to go. Do you want to go? And they asked somebody else to go, and it has gotten bigger and bigger. And what often happens with the groups on the dates that we choose, we choose the dates because this is where availability was good, the pricing looks good to compare to the other dates, and then we start booking cabins, and next thing you know, the rates go through the roof. I think it's important also to point out when we talk about the things like the torque conductor and the gap points and all that stuff, is that and you mentioned it too, don't come to us looking for that. No. Right. Think no. of that as sort of the bonus yeah, on Yeah, you really want to think of that as the perk. The benefit is if you're all traveling together, booking together as a group, the onboard experience is the same, however, you're now identified as a group. So, you know, if you are all on first dining, you're going to be seated together on first dining. If you're reaching minimum numbers and you want to do a shore excursion together, you can do a private shore excursion. Maybe you need, um, you know, a private space on board for you want to have a get together. Mm -hmm. If you're a scrapbooking group and you want to get together to scrapbook for an afternoon, you know, so just to meet. Right. Exactly. So there's certainly benefits. And so I really, um, you really, I, I don't want to downplay the tour conductor credits right. and the and the gap points because those are nice value added oh, features, yeah, right. but those are not because and those aren't things that are going to make people make decisions because those are things you're not going to know until later down the road in the process. The other plus about Royal Caribbean is there's so many more itineraries and so right. many more options for people to choose that it's not just about getting to Port Canaveral. And you know, going on the the right. itineraries that they have, you might have a group who's traveling out of Texas, yep, or you know, someplace else, and decided yeah. I, we want to go together out of this port, so, right? And so, know. usually, and that's what it is. It's a common interest, or you know, the particular one particular group I'm doing. It's there's a new ship coming. I know some of them felt like they were priced out of, you know, what another cruise line was doing, and a lot of it is that. And really, when you look at pricing. Not always, but in a lot of the cases between Royal Caribbean and um, Disney Cruise Line, you're probably opening up your potential cruisers when Mm -hmm. the price points are lower. You might get the family member who can't afford to go on a Disney Cruise Line cruise. You're talking about Aunt May again. I think you're a lot more likely to meet your minimums when the price point is lower but also varied. So maybe you can book a higher price stateroom, but there's also some options to fit different budgets, um, I think. And also what we find, like with this Alaska group, was once we started talking about pricing on the first group we did, once we started showing people pricing, they all went, holy smokes. Yeah. This is, and podcast groups, this is a good deal. Yeah. And keep in mind, like we're – we're strategic with when we're choosing our groups. And then what happens is, you know, we get a group like the group next summer. And I think when we first started talking about pricing, there was a little bit of sticker shock. Um, But you can't compare a sailing on July 28th Mm -hmm. to Alaska 
to what we did the beginning of June. Right. But we have some folks who are educators who can only travel during right. the summer. Right. So, and they are aware usually that exactly. pricing is higher. Yep. And so that's the thing. Like, you know, people say, well, you said Royal Caribbean was going to be cheaper. And I'm not talking about this particular group, but in other situations where, but it's like, but Christmas is still Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, Christmas is Christmas no matter who you're cruising. Busy time is busy time. Right. And so there might prices. not be group space during pro. You know, it's not a given that there's always group space on every sailing for every date. It's not a given that there's always a discount. Um, so I will say this: I found that when we did our groups on Royal Caribbean, the onboard folks for group support were incredible. Not mm-hmm. to say anybody else on other cruise lines weren't, but they were like very, very responsive to yes. us, mm-hmm. and they wanted to make sure we were doing a great, having a good time, and yep. everything we got. What, 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 and you also had suggestions for us. Yeah, right. It was great. Right. And one thing I wanted to mention as well: sometimes when you're booking groups, and you probably find this with ABD as well, Kevin, is that you kind of have one person you like to deal with. Like I have a group rep now with mm-hmm. that we've done a couple of our Royal Caribbean groups with. I've they've changed on me a couple of times, but now I've done a couple of my groups with this gentleman. And he's the guy I like to deal with. He knows me, he knows our groups, I know him, I know what I can do. And sometimes there's something I want to do that I maybe I shouldn't, but he can help me with. Um so it might mean that changes take a little may take an extra day or two or it might mean that I can't do that for you over the weekend. I would never leave anything that would um, affect your price. Right. You know, I would never take that risk with your money. But if it's something that can wait, you know, we get these relationships with the, you know, with mm-hmm. groups, and you have a particular group rep, and so sometimes things may take a little longer when you're dealing with a group. Payments take a little longer. The way you add insurance is a little bit different. You know, there's there's it's some also differences. not uncommon for the groups department to not work weekends. Exactly. Yeah. True. So, you know, that's part of it as well, but that's all part of me kind of navigating that world. And John has said, I, you know, on the top of the show that I was a Royal Groups expert. I'm getting there. Um, I consider myself an expert in a lot of things about travel. And uh, this is, Groups has become my latest passion. Um, I've done several of them now for... It's one of those things, too, where at first it's intimidating. Yes. And then once you sort of crack it, it's like, yeah. okay, I can do this. And the, just the challenge of it and the time of... And then especially, you know, the last Alaska group we did where we started to get into talking about shore excursions and you can start to shape. And then to go from planning something like the overwhelming planning of, oh, my God, I'm gonna, how am I going to get all these people on a whale-watching excursion? But then to be on that, that whale-watching boat and have those whales decide they're going to do the conga in the middle of Alaska for us... It's so. I'm afraid if so we do that again next year, there's I not going to be a single whale. Exactly, it's going to be the three of us too. Like whales. Yeah. <laughs> going back just a second, when I said group departments aren't open on the weekend, that's kind of across the board. Yes. I so would if say you're dealing so. with a group and you want to change something, there's and you tell yeah. me at five o'clock on Friday. Not a lot of evenings and weekends in the groups department. No, that's true. Yeah. All right. It's excellent. Thank you, Tracy, for all that great information. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys for participating. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. And we hope you have a great week and a great vacation.